In today's episode, we're going to be talking about life passion. Enjoy. Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. My name's Jeremy Quintanilla. Welcome to today's podcast. I hope that you're having a fantastic day. If you're new to this podcast, this is essentially everything that I learn along my journey of building multiple businesses, I guess growing older now that I am 39, looking at wisdom, figuring out what I want to be when I grow up, and all of the trials and tribulations would go with all of that stuff. Um, I talk about entrepreneurship, investments, finance, corporate governance, family enterprise, and much more. Um, and this is going to be one of those much more episodes as I get more personal with what happens on this podcast. So one of the things that I have been thinking a lot about is life passion. Um, most of my day-to-day operations is focused on 3T Warrior Academy and me building out um, a company that I own that's owned by 3T Warrior Academy Blockheads. We're starting a app called Merlin. You can go check it out at getmerlincrypto.com. There should be a link in the episode description. If not, just go to my link tree and you will find one. Um, and if you want to follow me real quick, just uh, go to all your socials. It's Age of Jeremy everywhere, except for on Twitter, it's Age of Jeremy Q. Um, and I also own a business called Age of Radio that does a lot of podcasts. But my main operations that I do is 3T Warrior Academy. Uh, we have our Freedom Conference coming up in a few weeks. So if you haven't joined that, make sure that you check out the link tree or the episode description. Get a ticket to that. It's going to be at our offices in Mesa. We actually expanded. We have two facilities in Mesa's, Mesa. And one of them is where we actually have is having the, this conference. Um, there's going to be a virtual version of it. There is the live version of it. There's still tickets available. Um, and we did a much better job managing the expenses, having it in-house, then going and renting a Hilton hotel like we did last time. But so most of my day-to-day operations are focused on Merlin, on 3T Warrior Academy, and I've been slowly getting back into Age of Radio, which is a really strong passion for me because it has to do with podcasting, audio, audio engineering, and things of that nature. And so one of the the things that I want to talk about life passions today is I'm a very big advocate for everybody doing what they should be doing based off of who they are. And so one of the things that's difficult, I guess, um, for me, whether or not you believe in astrology or not, I know that this is true for myself. And and if this is a feature of Libras, I um, encompass that in totality, that Libras are always trying to find balance for the things that they are doing. So that's one thing. So everything that I try to do, that I understand that there's not enough time in the day, and I spend a lot of time trying to balance the things that I want to find important. And over the last year and a half, two years, I've really been looking at the things that I really do find important and where I want to be spending my time and refocusing my energy and efforts in those endeavors, whether that's reading, whether that's learning language, whether that's music, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, or audio engineering or podcasting or radio or anything of that nature or art. And so I grew up very poor. So a lot of my decisions have been made off of trying to not be poor, which makes sense. 
And what I've found is that there, and, and I'm very grateful, and I am, I am not a uh, what uh, people would consider, um, I guess, a elaborate wealth person or an, um, what's the word, a lavish styled person. But I do enjoy certain things that I like that are culturally significant and 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 I guess art lifestyle significant. I guess I could say. And so, but that being said, I don't go out and lavishly spend ridiculously, but I'm in a place where if I could keep my income where it is now, along with all my business dealings and the income that comes with that, I could be fine the rest of my life and not have to worry anything. And the fact that I work for myself allows me to to be able to do the things that I want to do and focus on being free. And I wish that on everybody. I think that there is a really good cap. I think it's around 150 to $200,000. And that's going to change as inflation goes up. But somewhere around there, that is where I feel that you have all of your needs met, where you can get the things that you traditionally want. You can focus on being yourself. You can focus on not having to scrounge around to get money. And you can focus on the things that you want to focus on. And I'm grateful and blessed. And that's where I'm at, where I can focus on the things that I enjoy and the things that I love. And that number might change, obviously, with inflation. That number will change based off of where you're demographically at. Like that money probably wouldn't go as far as in California as it would in Arizona. But the point is, is that there is a place where all of your needs, your your haves, uh, Pav, not Pavlov's, um, your Maslow's hierarchy of needs is met that's where you can really introspectively, I feel, look at yourself. And so because I grew up poor and those needs weren't met, I spent a lot of time focusing on taxes, on finance, on income, on gaining income and and getting, you know, my master's in business administration. And I've talked a lot about this on this podcast, that you should focus on doing the things that you love and the things that you enjoy more than doing anything else in the world and find a way to make money at it. And I know that that's much probably easier said than done. Maybe it means doing the thing that you enjoy doing and getting a, a business administration degree so you can understand how business works and you can start your own business and side hustle and all of those things. But the thing that I found is I spent some time yesterday um, playing uh, my guitar. So I grew up, I started playing guitar when I was 12 years old. Um, I spent a lot of time focused on on um, when I was younger and I didn't realize you know, how bad our situation was as far as money goes. I focused on the art and craft of music, learning how to play the piano, spending a lot of time playing the guitar, trying to figure out how to play classical guitar. It didn't work so well on my, I mean, you can do it on an acoustic guitar. It sounds better with nylon strings. Um, and so and so once I figured that I could probably get more money focusing on music than anything, that's where I focused my attention. But the problem was, is besides my mother, who was very adamant on um, letting me follow my dreams, which I'm very grateful for, most people put it in my head that I couldn't do it. And then I started focusing on women and drinking, and I never really focused on getting into a place where I could do a career in music, whether that was a career in focusing on music and becoming famous and getting a lot of money that way, or what I didn't understand at that time, that you could create an academic life in with music. And that's one of the biggest regrets and things that I wish that I had done differently in my life. And so this last weekend, I was sitting playing a song, uh, writing a song, and uh, it had moved me so much, the lyrics that I wrote for it and the sound of it, that it made me really think that my purpose in this world is to create stuff. 
And that's why I enjoy creating businesses because it's creating stuff. But there's all other things that you can create in this world when it comes to music, when it comes to poetry, when it comes to writing. And rather than fighting that 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 style of thinking and who I am culturally, I'm ready to more embrace that. And it's very disappointing to me because I'm not embracing that until, you know, I'm 39. But again, a lot of that was because I had this preconceived notion in my mind about what it meant to be successful and not realizing that most of my happiness is derived from academic and intellectual pursuits. And I do not mean that in the sense that everybody should go and do that. I don't expect everybody to want to do that. I don't even expect people to know the stuff that I know. But what I'm finding for myself is I am happier when I'm intellectually stimulated in the capacity from an academic perspective when it comes to philosophy, when it comes to musicology, when it comes to spending time with music, spending time with good literature, watching good movies, where I hid changed my the way in which I went about the world because it all of a sudden became so analytical, so mathematical, so focused on money, so focused on businesses. However, I am okay with saying that if I didn't focus on those things, I may not be in a place now where I really see what's important to me because I would always have been chasing what people think of as a life that you're supposed to have rather than building and creating a life full of beauty and building, creating the life that you want to see for yourself. And so the last month, month and a half, not have I only been probably the happiest that I've been in a very long time because I've, I wrote a blog post about the building awakening of faith. And that seemed more towards who I am as a person rather than trying to create content that was based off of trying to get people to consume that content rather than writing nice pieces or creating nice pieces that I myself would personally enjoy like this specific episode of the podcast. Now, a lot of it has been tied to, I need to have this, I need to do this because I need to grow this because this will give me the money. But the thing is, is that if I focus on creating beautiful things, creating um, good uh, um, things that I, I guess, content that I would enjoy about the things that I like, then I think that uh, people will eventually find it. And I think that with that, that it will continue to grow. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop talking about the things that I've always talked about when they come up because I enjoy those things as well. But I have realized that not spending time on these intellectual pursuits for myself, understanding music better, listen to a fantastic Yale lecture um, today about, um, about just listening to music and just the, the thought of how to listen to the actual way that music is written, comparing it, having a good understanding of it, just really opened up my heart and my mind to things that I used to focus on. And I went away from those things because I didn't think that they were relevant to building a life full of wealth because it all of a sudden became about money. And now I would like to change it to all of a sudden being about creativity. And with that creativity, that doesn't mean not making you know businesses or not starting businesses and not being efficient in businesses and having that be money, but it encompasses having these other pursuits that I can then bring content out into the world and share that knowledge with 
people of what I um, enjoy. And that Yale lecture, if you want to listen to it, I'll throw it in the episode description as well, because it gives you a, a much better sense of music, um, being able to listen to it in a different capacity. And just thinking about how, you know, um, I forgot the name of the, the piece, but Strauss wrote a piece based off of a Nietzsche concept. And to think that that, that existed, that there was something that was philosophically written that someone read and try to take what was encompassed in that and try to make a piece of, and made a piece of music with it. That to me is one of the most artful things that could ever happen. And those are the things that I was, would try to do when it was inside of whatever the content that I was creating, rather than just creating content to get out there, to get people to listen to it so that you can become wealthy. And there are lots of things out there of why, there are lots of pieces out there of why people get into music, why they get into acting, why they get into podcasting, where it's just to actually make money rather than creating amazing content that produces something. And in some extent, that content has to be produced in a rapid fashion because there's so much content out there. And that part I agree with. And there is a piece of to do that inside of trying to grow a audience base, which I completely understand. Now, does that I mean, I'm still going to continue to work on getting an episode of this out on Tuesdays and on Fridays with interviews because I really enjoy the the process of interviewing, the process of asking deep questions, trying to get at the root of the things that people are trying to do and speak and speaking thoughtfully about those things. And I'm going to continue to, to do that. But I think I'm getting a better idea of what it is and who I am because of the fact that I'm listening to these things. And it takes me back to this interesting thing that Ethan Hawke had talked about is that when you're going through things with life, the reason why art's important, and I'm paraphrasing here, the reason why art is important, whether it's painting, whether it's music, whether it's um, uh, literature or whatever it is, is that it when you are feeling something and you don't quite understand it, having these things that are expressive from someone else for you to consume can help you understand more about who you are and about how you're feeling and how to cope with certain things. And I think that we don't do enough of that. And there might be a lot of people out there that, oh, that's just overthinking things. But one of the things that's interesting about thinking in general, um, whether you believe that it's overthinking, whether it is overthinking, is that we can we can thoughtfully think of things and those things can help us work out periods of our life. For instance, like what's experiencing with myself, getting back more into reading about psychology, academic works, thinking about, you know, my long life goal of getting a PhD, finding out what that should be in. Because that work, right, when you're an academic, will what that is in is where you would want your pieces of content or your papers or your research to flow out to the communities in. And whether or not that's in a community college or at a university, I am so enamored and in love with you know, education and communities and community engagement and teaching things to people to make their lives more meaningful. Because I always make this joke that the, the, the Buddhism is the most depressing and hap and Buddhism is the most depressing religion out there, but also the most meaningful in my opinion to life. Um, because it lets you look at life for what it is and you can see all the heartache and all the horrible things, but then it makes you think of, wow, people do have the, capacity to do beautiful, amazing things inside of a terrible, horrible world. 
And when, when I look at that and I think about that, that's where I think that education and knowledge and learning is so powerful for anybody. And I don't necessarily think it needs to be for the pursuit of money. The pursuit of money is just the pursuit of money. And you going out there and creating things may or may not get you wealth, may or not make you a billionaire. Um, but I do think that there is is a, way, a, a number that people can focus on getting to that wherever they're at, whatever $200,000 means between two people. I think is where the most happiness can be. Now you can find happiness and by happiness, I mean, not like that money gives you the happiness, but where you are in a place where you don't have to worry and think about money and you can go and worry and think about the pursuits of whatever else is in the world. And there's a great uh, philosophical story regarding Socrates that talks about, he goes around, I think it's Socrates. I could be wrong. You can go out there and research it. But essentially, the story goes like this. is, And again, I'm paraphrasing because I don't even remember who the story is. I think it was Socrates. He's asked by someone or he he's asked by someone who who is the person for the lack of, again, super paraphrasing here, who is the person that can bring the most uh, benefit to the world, the wealthy person or the poor person? Um, and so essentially what he says is that the wealthier person is better off because they can actually spend the time to pursue it on the things that are thoughtful and meaningful and create and put things out into the world where the poor person is spending all of their time worrying about how to get their next meal. And so to me, that is very powerful in the sense that there are certain needs that need to be met. And once those needs are met, then someone can start looking introspectively on themselves and create and provide things into the world. That doesn't mean a poor person can't do that. And there have been many instances where people have risen themselves up by, you know, their bootstraps and changed the world. But most of those things were in regard to getting to the fact, to the money, um, to get to not having to worry about food. And so my, I have two things that I, I leave you with. One, if you are not where you are at financially, do do not forget about the things that you are passionate about, one, but also push yourself in a way where you can get the money on a consistent basis that gets you to where you cannot have to worry about not having money so that then you can pursue those things more passionately that you have a passion for, one. And then again, on, on top of that, do two, I guess, now don't ever give up on those things that you're passionate with and do your best to find if you can make money doing those things. And a lot of those things could be teaching it. It could be creating something new with inside of it. could be sharing it on YouTube. It could be sharing it in blog posts. Never give up on those things that you have passions for and that you love. Um, and, and if you want to make money doing those things, do never, never, ever, ever give up on pursuing being able to do those things as a living. I feel that um, that's where my biggest mistake was. Um, not that I am in, I am very, very grateful for where I'm at. Do and But I feel that I would be more happy with my life or more happy with the decisions that I made if I had gone and focused on the things that I had the greatest passion for and the things that move me and the things that challenge me. And that thing is always and probably will always be music because that is the thing that makes me the most happiest. Remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind. We'll talk with you next time. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure that you like it in whatever podcatcher you're listening to it at. And if you just randomly found this, make sure that you subscribe to wherever you get your podcast so you can get notified when a new episode comes out. We traditionally do episodes every Tuesday, but sometimes I miss that. And then sometimes we have an episode on Friday, so you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and remember, my name is Jeremy Quintanilla. I use Neumann microphones. I record through a Zoom L8. I record on Cubase by Steinberg, and I use Waze plugins to make it sound amazing. And one last time, remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind. We'll talk with you next time. Bye.